Welcome back to J. Tom Lawler, ranked the score after two. Merrimack leads Maine three to one. Mike back with John Leahy. Tonight's second intermission brought to you by Merrimack Graduate Studies. At Merrimack, you can earn your master's degree in as little as one year. Choose from graduate programs in business, education, engineering, health sciences, criminology, and so much more. Visit merrimack.edu backslash graduate. That's merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. Tom Welby joins us, former Merrimack goaltender, Merrimack alum class of, uh, what was it, 01? 2001, yeah. 01, and uh, also uh, former Merrimack assistant coach as well. Uh, the Merrimack ice team here, I don't think they had this when, when you played, did they? <laughs> well, I think we were referred to as the ice team back then. <laughs> well, Merrimack leading here 3-1 to one at the end of two. Uh, your thoughts on what you've seen through 40 minutes so far? Yeah, great game so far. Um, you know, Maine, Maine looks like they're, uh, they're leaking a little bit in the defensive zone, and Merrimack's done a great job of keeping the pressure up, especially that last power play there. Uh, Sweeum, is that the goalie for Maine? Swayman, Swayman, sorry. Uh, came up with a huge elbow save there to, to keep these guys in it. So it'll be an interesting third period. They're going to need everything. You know, Swayman, uh, he's a great goaltender. So like he, he seemed too happy with at least the last couple that, that he gave up. What, what did you see? Yeah, it's one of those things. I, I remember when I was here when Colin Delia got on his first game and his first shot on net I don't know if you guys remember this but oh, yeah. I was with him he, it was it was at at this rink he went to just wave at it with his blocker it was a slow roller and just fumbled it and it went in and you know look these things happen that's what happened when Sway on that was it the first or second goal and, and the true character of goalie is how you respond to that he's responded pretty well so it'll be, be a good third and on the other side in the Merrimack net uh, Craig Pantano how's you look to you? Oh, unbelievable. I mean, any goalie at Merrimack that wears 29, he's got a lot to live up to. So, um, no, he's he's just a cool customer back there. He reminds me a lot of Joe Canada, where you don't know if he's super happy or super down. He just goes out there and does his job, and he's been fantastic tonight. It's kind of the attitude you have when you play healthy, right? Of course, of course. No emotion whatsoever. <laughs> uh, what do you remember uh, from your days playing there? Uh, you know, I I suppose, other than that series, the win over BU, I kind of think to that last game of the regular season uh, when you when you came in there and things got kind of interesting. And the final few minutes of play there, you had a you had some uh, some pleasantries there with a couple of the BU players, and then you ended up getting the best of them the next weekend. Yeah, no, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, I don't think Chris Drury and I have exchanged Christmas cards <laughs> since then, but um, we had a blast. That that was a fun team, and uh, that year, you know, it really came together. A lot of things going on. Coach Anderson leaving, but uh, I mean, all in all, that's one of those memories we'll just have forever. That whole team, never forget those guys. Hey, you know what I wanted to ask you was uh, so another one of the guys that you, you know, of course, you mentioned with everybody, equal opportunity, whatever. Another one of them was Albie O'Connell, who then, of course, was a, a coach here at, at Merrimack. Were you guys here at the same time? Yeah, yeah. yeah we, that, that, we were here two years together, coaching, and, and it was funny, I knew Albie since we were kids, and uh, he grew up in Watertown, I was in Westwood, we played youth hockey against each other, and then he went to St. Seb's, I went to their academy, we played, we were big rivals then, always had great respect for him until that series at BU, where, I, you know, I, I play the puck behind the net, look up, and uh, I got Albie O'Connell that night, and uh, that's alright, We uh, that was game two, we lost that game, and then came back and beat him, and never felt so good. He's a head coach at BU now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, good for him, I know it's uh, that's a big step. That's a huge program. There's a lot of responsibility there. I know they, he's kind of finding his way as the head guy, but he's a, he's a smart guy, a heck of a recruiter, and a 
I'm sure he'll uh, get that program going in the right direction soon. Man, how are you doing? Tell the folks how you're doing. You're doing pretty well for yourself as well. <laughs> it depends on who you talk to, right? <laughs> no, I, I've been uh, very fortunate. i got three kids, 12, uh, 9, and 7, and two of them are here tonight. And, um, you know, my wife uh, is a professor at Merrimack, so we're, we're just uh, continuing to grow as part of the fabric here. We can't get away. Tom Welby, our guest here, class of 01. Uh, for 4 2011, he was the only goaltender to lead Merrimack to the Garden as uh, they got there in the 1998 season. I know we've talked about it before. seems like every time we have you on, we'll talk about it. But you know what? There might be one person listening who hadn't heard the story before, right? So, uh, so why don't you tell us? What was, what was that series uh, in that year like? Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty interesting. I mean, we only had uh, you know a handful of wins in the league, three, four, and then you know, we got in because we tied UMass Amherst, and then uh, that last game of the year we had a big fight. We we got blown out by BU, got in a big fight, and it kind of sparked us. You know, like we were like felt disrespected, and um, it's amazing. We, we really came together as a team for that series, and you know, guys stepped up that a lot of you probably didn't hear about all year, um, and uh, it was just. It was tremendous to come back. I remember leaving the uh, leaving BU and driving by. It was called the Fleet Center then, and, and we're all kind of like, "Did we just beat BU? They were number one at the time, and we, we definitely were not ranked." So <laughs> um, that was that was cool. We, we beat them that first game, and then you know we had a rough second game, and then uh, it was great to see everybody step up and come together in that game three and make it happen for the first time in program history. So. That was such an improbable you know, series in so many ways. I mean, you even think back to that. You know, usually, right, if the underdog's going to win the series, after, after you win that first game, you got to close them out in game two. You know, you guys, for whatever reason, you know, you didn't do it. I don't know what the deal was there, but uh, you weren't able to do it. You weren't able to get the job done. Uh, game three, you fell behind, 2 nothing. Now, usually at that point, that's it, right? Back in, you're playing the number one team in the country in their rank. That's it. All right, you know, it was a nice run. Too bad. That's not what happened. No, no. I mean, uh, you know, I think we came back. I, I didn't have a great game in game two. I remember that. And then, I mean, we put five goals on the board against the number one team in the country. We should win that game. Um, and then I came back. And we came back in the third game, got down two. We just never gave up. I mean, we had tremendous players, Chris Porter, Rich Narjay, Marty LaRoche. Like, these guys grinded for four years, and, and you know, it was, it was great to be my turn to grind for them. So, you know, it was uh, it was a special uh, feeling I'll never forget. Well, I remember that third game, uh, you know, being down two to nothing, not only down two to nothing in the second period, you guys are down two men. They had a five on three, right? Ryan Guja comes out of the box. Talk about improbable goal scorers, right? <laughs> comes out of the box, uh, still on the shorthand, takes the puck, goes in and scores, and that started the comeback. Yeah, it's funny. It was like reminiscent of a uh, Sega NHL 98 goal where, you know, there was, like Dino Cicerelli could take a slap shot on the ice from the red line and it would go in. And that's basically what Guja did. He just got over the line, fired one low, and... Um, I forget, I'm trying to think. LaRock, yeah, Michelle LaRock, who was a great, great goalie, um, struggled. And he struggled, thankfully, he struggled at the right time for us. So, uh, you know, talk about Chris Porter, you mentioned him. That's another thing I remember. So many just like iconic memories or whatever from that series. He scored a goal. It might have been the game winning goal. It might have been, or the go ahead goal. I'm not sure. But uh, if I remember right, he scored it, as they would say. Let's see, we are on uh, we are on radio here. He scored it off the not short side 
off the backside, if I remember right. Yeah, I, I remember he had the puck along the low along the wall and just kind of threw a knuckle pocket. Well, in. if I remember right, the shot came from the point and he kind of angled himself and went off. Oh, yeah. That one, remember? Yeah, that was his second of the game, yeah. Yeah. Hey, whatever it takes, right? Those Saskatchewan boys are pretty creative. <laughs> like they say, that's called using your head, right? <laughs> well, then he had a big head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Welby, our guest here, Merrimack leading me by a score of 3-1 to one here. Um, what else do you remember your time here playing? Uh, that was you know, just your freshman year. What else after that? Yeah, I mean, we had a... It was an interesting year with the coaching change, and um, you know, I think one of the memories that stands out the most is headed to uh, Alaska for that trip. We played Michigan, Michigan State in 2001. Yeah. I remember playing against Ryan Miller, and I don't know if you remember who got goalie of the tournament up there, but you, you're looking at him. But then, <laughs> it wasn't Ryan Miller. It wasn't Ryan Miller. That's right. And then it's funny to come back and then coach, and it's it's. I never thought I'd ever you know be coach at the Division One level and work with guys like Joe Canada and then Joe Canada's on the bench in Vancouver with Ryan Miller and we're texting back and forth. I'm like, hey, make sure you ask him about that Alaska tournament who won goalie of the tournament. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. Canada was texting from the bench? No, no, no. That, that'd be against league rules. After the game, when they were practicing, he was still uh, you know, speaking of goaltenders too, Colin Delia. I know a little after your time, but still, you, you know, you saw him playing up while he was here. Playing in the NHL now for the Chicago Blackhawks, signing that big contract, three years, three mil. Not too bad. Yeah, no, great for him, and, and what a great find by Mark Denny. You know, there's he had, Denny had such a great talent to find these guys. Um, so, you know, it, it, kudos to him, and then the job that he's done there with literally no team defense in Chicago. Delia stood on his head to keep those guys in it, and they went on a run, and hey, they're back in it now, so good for him. All right, Tom, thanks a lot. Always good to see you, especially appreciate you coming on. The name of the game is Kill 10 Minutes, right? You did that very well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was me and Mop Up Duty, thanks. <laughs> All right, Tom Welby, our guest here. Merrimack alum, class of 01, one of the greats ever to wear the uniform, or at least number 29. Our score here at the end of two is Merrimack 3, Maine 1. John and I are back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.